Welcome back to Stadia Source, your number one source for Stadia news and reviews. This is the Stadia Source Roundtable Podcast. My name is Avery, and we have got a great show for you tonight. So let's get to it. With me, as always, we've got Dan. Hi, all. How's it going? We've got Dom. Good evening. We got Blue Bob's the gaming CPA. Hello, everyone. And we've got Scarlet. Hi. <laughs> Normally Scarlet I have some kind of group name to call y'all, but I, I didn't find a good one this week. Suggest <laughs> so, them in the okay. chat. You're, yeah, if you have your favorite group naming uh, uh, thing, like uh, like uh, Murder of Crows, tell yes. us in the chat what your favorite one is. Give them to um, me. <laughs> uh, we are uh, so thrilled to have a couple of our very, very special guests tonight. You may know our first guest as a writer for the very popular 9to5 Google website, frequently covering some stadia news there as well. It's Ben Schoen. Hey, glad to be here. Uh, you may know our second guest as one half of the Stadia cast duo or from his other shows on Rezzed TV. It's Lloyd Hannison. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we are so excited to have you both here. And uh, also, now your mama knows joining, this, joining the chat as well. Not rocking the cowboy hat this time, but rocking the Stadia Source merch right oh, there. Yeah. What's buddy. going on, guys? <laughs> Uh, what is up, Anthony? Glad to have you here. I, I, wear, I wear the cowboy hat for the hot topic. <laughs> there, there you go. We, we got uh, we have custom headwear just for you on. Uh, That's on right. The thank, thank, you, thank you to somebody. You know, it, I don't know if you might want to grab some of that merch. Gamer one dot shop. I'm just saying. Uh, just saying. <laughs> Before we get started, did you know you can get the roundtable as an actual podcast? Search for the podcast on Pocket Cast, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all those amazing places where you get podcasts. Also, if you're watching us live, we want you to be a part of the conversation. Say hi in the chat. Uh, and if you want to be sure we absolutely bring up your message during the show, use that super chat or super sticker function to show your support for Stady Source. Last but not least, you can join Stady Source right here on YouTube. Click that join button down below. Members get amazing perks. 
from exclusive community play live streams to early access videos and even your very own stadia source merch if you are one of our crystal tier members so uh hit that join button and learn more before we get uh, get into the news of the week we definitely want to give our uh, our uh, uh, audience here in the chat a uh, bunch of folks already there which is wonderful uh an opportunity to get to know our guests a little bit better so uh ben uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about you um and then also some of your history with gaming and stadia and all that um so i work for nine to five google i've been here for i think i'm going on five years now uh four or five years but uh as far as my history in gaming i don't have a deep history in gaming uh my first Game system was a Nintendo DSi, and I didn't get into anything serious until I got a gaming PC in like 2017, 2016. Um, most of that time was diving very deep into Rocket League. Uh, and then, you know, now I've got an excuse to play it because I, uh, I have to cover Stadia for my job. So now I have an excuse to play games all the time. A good good excuse to have uh lloyd uh, tell us a little about you and your uh, your gaming history and all that good stuff yeah uh lloyd from stadycast uh i've been gaming since uh atari 2600 uh and i've pretty much owned every console that has come out since the atari 2600 minus like the neo geo and like the vectrex and some of the other oddball ones uh i've, I've been gaming forever and i've been podcasting for almost as long since like 2005 which is um a I don't know, a hundred years in internet time. So yeah, I've been around for a while. There may very well be some people in the chat that, that haven't been around as long as you've been podcasting. <laughs> very, uh, very likely. Yeah. Uh, that is possible. Uh, well, you know, we'll get started as we always do with a little bit of roundup of what we have been playing. Before we do that, say hi to a bunch of folks in the chat. We got Gem Stadia. Good to have you in as well. Ray, our favorite gaming cyborg out there. The Brotherhood of Stadia says hi, uh, which is good to have you uh, in the chat as well. Oliver, always good to see you. Stadia Pro Gaming. Lumberjack one, Chris, Kevin Webb, one of our writers uh, in the uh, the right team, dream team. I don't know. We don't really have a name for them. Um, and a uh, 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 whole bunch of other folks already in the chat saying hi. So it's so glad to have all of you. So let's jump in and talk about what we have been playing this week. I'm going to bet uh, some of those November Pro games are on that list, but we'll start uh, in reverse order. We'll, uh, we'll uh, start with our guests. Uh, Lloyd, what have you been playing this week? Uh, the biggest game I've been playing is uh, some Watch Dogs Legion. I've put about 25-ish hours into it. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, I have some issues with the Stadia port. Uh, there seems to be a memory leak. So after about an hour of playing, it drops down to about 10, 5 to 10 frames a second. And you have to like quit wow. the game, restart the game, and then everything's fine. Uh, really loving it. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of London. Uh, it's a place that I always <laughs> want to visit, and I just have not made it there. Um, so driving around on the wrong side of the road, uh, London has been a lot of fun for me. Um, I, I love watchdogs and, uh, playing, uh, this one seems like a bit of a different experience than the other ones. So it's been, uh, it's been fun. Um, and it's just the start of this crazy run to December for all these just ridiculous game, uh, releases that are going to be coming over the next two months. So I'm trying to get as much time into watchdogs as I can right now. That's uh, probably a good call because we have a, a very busy few weeks ahead of us. Ben, uh, what's been on your playlist, Stadia or otherwise, lately? Mainly, actually, I've only been playing Stadia, and I've been playing a lot of Risk of Rain 2. Um, that was a game that my my brother had been trying to get me into for a while. It uh, took a while. Uh, took until Stadia released it to get into it, but 
uh, me and a couple of friends have been playing it almost nonstop since uh, <clears throat> we'll just dive into it for hours at a time. And it's, it's a blast. Literally and figuratively. Uh, yeah. that, that has, uh, <laughs> it's been on my uh, playlist as well. Uh, Anthony, what's been on your playlist this week? I've been playing a lot of the new six games, but um, surprisingly, I've been hooked on uh, Sundered. I think that's what it's called, right? Um, I've been playing that a lot. I, you know, the regular 2D side scroll mm -hmm. hack and slash and trying to figure out like puzzles. Like I've been addicted to it. And I've also been playing the, um, uh, what is called the garden. What's that one called? The garden gardens between. Yeah. That's man. I got hooked playing that too. Like, uh, the stages are quick. So when you finish them, you figure out the puzzle. You, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, let me try one more. Um, and then I, I obviously been throwing Avengers in there here and there, but, um, but yeah, I've been, uh, Played uh, Dan the other day in some uh, Power Rangers fight for the grid. Uh, that's been a lot made of fun. The stupid mistake of challenging him again, didn't I? So, <laughs> you know, but uh, listen, you got a little better, I think. Um, yeah, it's been that fun. was almost like, oh, you're not as sucky as you used to be. <laughs> this close so, to being uh, smart. But yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing a bunch of the 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 um the six games. I'm I'm loving the fact that Stadia keeps giving us games, and there. I think this for me was probably the best of the the games because I've I've been playing them more. Like uh, I've been playing a lot of Risk of Rain too as well. So, yeah. very cool, Scarlet. What's been on your playlist? Um, I will be honest. I have barely been able to play anything this week. Uh, I had quite a few things happened that were unforeseen and needed taken care of. So in like the whole one hour I've been able to play in the last seven days, I played some crown tundra and that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You know, sometimes it just work comes first, you know, or, or a uh, personal life, you know, home business, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Blue Bobs, uh, what's been on your balance sheet in the gaming universe? Yes, uh, so I kind of, I guess, hopped on the trend a little bit of Among Us and Phasmophobia. I ended up um, playing some of that with some friends, and I was never an imposter in Among Us. Only played it, I think, a handful of games, but we had a group of, I think, about, we played a couple games with 10, and then um, just a couple games of 5 with one imposter, and it was pretty fun. I was just, like, trying to learn. I'm just, I get way too focused on just completing the tasks. I don't even look to see if anyone's actually really chasing me, so I normally get killed. Um, and then Phasmophobia was fun as well. It's spooky. I've only played it at night. Bad idea. Um, but it's it's a really fun one where it just it takes the uh, you know the element of communication working together, and then as soon as that door locks, you just gotta hide in a corner, and it's it does get the heartbeat going. Um, but yeah, I did check out Risk of Rain too. That's a really fun one, um, as well as the Sniper Elite Four. It reminds me, you know, I love the Strange Brigade. Oh, I love the, the kill cams. Um, those are really fun. And I didn't realize how big the map is and like the objective. So that was, that was pretty cool to have. Um, and then a little bit of rocket league. So yep. no, knowing that you live literally in the middle of nowhere, like playing <laughs> a horror game at night, I yeah. cannot imagine what possesses you to do that. <laughs> Cause like you could just turn and see a great expanse of nothing where anything could be hiding to murder you. Exactly. Like I, <laughs> you're a braver man than I am. What's up? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Uh, ch -ch -ch no, that's, that, was, that was the. That's actually next Friday, actually. Uh, Dom, what's been on your playlist? Uh, usual Dead by Daylight um, every now and again. I haven't played that much recently since the last pod. I did the stream on Halloween, um, but I haven't actually played since. 
Um, when the pro games dropped, I played an absolute ton of Risk of Rain 2. I absolutely love that game. Um, I'm hooked on it. I was playing literally half an hour ago before the pod. Um, we're playing that with a couple of friends. It's just, yeah, as, as everyone said so far, it's, it's an absolute blast. Um, also, quite a bit of Sniper Elite um, did some of the uh, multiplayer. Jim did a great stream and I hopped in that. And that was good fun. And also, I did like the survival mode um with a friend and that's that's okay it's, it's i wouldn't say it's as fun as like the the multiplayer but um and outside of stadia just a bit of league of legends um i've been hooked back in and it's not a good thing because it's <laughs> rage inducing slightly but other than that yeah all good I don't, I don't know how you uh, the the multiplayer games you choose would all to me be rage inducing. Like, what do you mean you killed yourself on the on the hook? Just let me get to you and like, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Dan, what about you? Um, so yeah, as uh, Anthony said, um, Power Rangers. Uh, just wait until Tekken comes out on. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick. I, I'm like thirty times better in Tekken. Maybe fifty. <laughs> Same. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah um also I, I wasn't going to buy it immediately especially what with like you play plus coming out potentially in the near future as well but i got sucked into Watch Dogs legion um so i've, I've not played as much of it as i'd, I'd liked because i've been doing a lot of work on the website as as always um but other than that again like carly said um crown tundra um on pokemon shield just catching loads of legendaries because they seem to be like a plethora of legendaries in that in that so <laughs> there, there's your there's your thing for this week uh scarlet good evening you plethora of legendaries legendaries yeah there you go <laughs> let me tell you though those legendaries are a pain in fact all of crown tundra is a pain you will throw a hundred ultra balls and then throw one pokeball and then you will catch it I caught I caught um, Galarian Zapdos with one Ultra Ball. You lucky son of a gun! I know. I, <laughs> he had like that much health, and I put him to sleep, and then it was just like, and I, I was kind of just looked up at the TV as if to say I'm going to be here for a little bit, and then I looked down, and it, it was Save like a one, just a one shake, and I was like, oh my god! So yeah. <laughs> you lucky son of a gun! <laughs> Scarlet's going to reach across the screen and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, uh, as for me, uh, definitely been on the Risk of Rain train uh, this this week. I've really enjoyed. I like those kind of roguelike games, anyways. Um, uh, on on uh, Xbox uh, Game Pass, I've been playing a game called Undermine, which is a roguelike where you just go you know, trying to make it through. It's almost like the mining portion of uh, Stardew Valley. If any of you played Stardew Valley, but it's full of like cre creatures, and you're trying not to die, and then you just die over and over and over again. Um, so that's that that game and risk of rain have been uh, top of my playlist i'm i'm thinking about among us i'm thinking about it but i haven't yet um in the chat you guys tell us who on the panel tonight you think is sus okay let us know and uh and maybe that person will be the imposter one of us could be the imposter tonight you, you guys know i'm sure i think i'm it'll, guilty it'll, i'm guilty it, yeah. <laughs> Scarlet's like it's me stab uh, we, we do know your proclivity for for uh stabbing and injuring people uh, as you told us <laughs> <laughs> in the past so uh well lots of games to talk about both uh played and not played so let's jump into the news roundup um and 
you know, guys, I was I was telling the folks before the podcast tonight. I was kind of thinking this was gonna be kind of a kind of a low news week. Like I was scrolling through StadiaSource.com, your number one source for Stadia news and reviews, and not really seeing a whole lot a big deal to talk about. And then just suddenly today, uh, Stadia with absolutely no fanfare whatsoever, not even mentioning in their blog post, launches family sharing. One of the features we have been waiting on since day one, uh, and poof, here it is. Uh, so we finally have family sharing available. Uh, Lloyd, I know that I have heard you talk every single time anybody's ever asked you what does Stadia need to launch. Family sharing is the first thing that you say on StadiaCast. Um, right. How excited were you today to see this random, t- like a tweet from somebody, and then Grace on the on the Reddit going, yeah, it's real. Yeah, for me personally, I'm not super excited for my own personal use. I just know that every time we go live, the first comment is, is Family Share up yet? And it's like, no, it's not up yet. Uh, It's great. It's great for Stadia. It's great for, uh, I'll end up using it down the road. Uh, I want to get Chromecast Ultras for every TV in the house. So my kids can play the games. Um, That's going to be fantastic. Um, The the one thing I wish it had was the ability to play uh, the same game on two screens at once, like Xbox and PlayStation allow you to do. So, I mean, that didn't happen, but it was we were always told it was never going to happen. So it, it's not really super disappointing, uh, but that would be that would force me to use it more if uh, if that was the case, if it was the same as all the other consoles. But uh, it's great. I, I know family share on Android is huge for people that buy games and 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 all that stuff. So it's going to be great for those people that have large family communities that share purchases. It's going to be fantastic for Stadia. Yeah, and and uh, Google's definition of family is pretty wide. Like they don't check geography, they don't check anything. I've got. Uh, I, I think my wife is probably the only one in my family that actually qualifies as family. Um, and then I have people in multiple states uh, in the, in that group. I got one opening. If anybody in the chat wants to join my family, because I got a lot of games. I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. That'd be weird. Uh, you racking things up on my Mastercard. We ain't do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see this happen. I immediately sent some messages off to the folks on my in my group. Most of the people in my family are there because I pay for YouTube Premium, and we all hate ads. Uh, but but uh, I got a couple of gamers in that group, so I was like, "Hey, if y'all want to play some Stadia now, you just totally can." Uh, anybody else got some f- family members or, or people in your group that have been waiting on this to come out? Well, can you do me a quick favor, and maybe some of the other people uh, again? During the day, I'm at work trying to read everything we put in the chat. Can you just explain it? Because uh, I didn't know sure. we couldn't. Yeah, just give a full, you know, explanation of it. Absolutely. So family sharing um, in in the Google Play ecosystem, uh, any of the premium subscriptions that you're signed up for or um, things that you buy out of the Play Store, uh, movies, music, TV, games, all that kind of stuff, um, you can designate a family group um, up to six people, including yourself. They don't have to literally be a member of your family. Um, it's not like the Spotify thing where it checks to see if you've got like the same zip code on your mobile phone or whatever else. Um, and so then you go into Google's family console and you say, here are the things I want to share. I want to share the movies that I bought on Google Play Movies. I want to share the music, uh, the, my YouTube premium subscription, all those kind of things. And then everybody else in your family group just gets them. So now with the launch of family sharing on Stadia, basically the way it works is, uh, in, in fact, uh, I will 
pull up our article at stadiasource.com. You know what I'm saying? Uh, where we, where we uh, <laughs> write it all out. Sound that, aren't you? Like, you I, just, I do. I just, I need one of those stream deck uh, things just to be like, boom, you're the most source. Uh, get it uh, uh, done there. Um, so there are a bunch of options that you have for streaming uh, or for sharing. Uh, basically, you can either share everything in your library or you can only share uh, the specific games that you want. But then it gives them, uh, it gives all of your family members the ability to play any of the games that you have shared, uh, including purchased games, add-ons, and claimed pro games. I think that's kind of one of the biggies, is if you're like, I think many of us on the panel have been founders since day one, have been pro since day one. I have them all. I, I've claimed every single one of those games, other than Scarlet. We know she doesn't claim games. But the rest of us have claimed all these games. Um, and so if you claim that pro game, if you got grid for free way back when it was free, now you can share it with the people in your family and they can play it even if they're not subscribed to pro and even if they've never claimed it. Um, so big, big change today. There's also some parental control options there. If you have, uh, you know, folks in your family group that you don't want playing Doom Eternal uh, or, or getting the bejesus scared out of them in Dead by Daylight or whatever else. Um, so you do have some some control options there. So, Anthony, now that you yeah. know more about family sharing, yeah. is there anybody in your world you're going to want to share Stadia with? Well, so I asked you because Lloyd kind of alluded to what I've been waiting for is I wanted my wife and I, uh, she loves third person games. Like she's a a super big fan of Saints Row, so stuff like that to Grand Theft Auto. So I always told her, like, you would like the Avengers. It's third person. You know, she played a little bit of Anthem. She actually beat Anthem. She used to play a little bit of Destiny, but since it's worked first, she didn't like it. So my question is, can my wife and I play the Avengers together or no? No, no. you'd have to own your own. Both people have to own copies if they both uh, – Want to play at the same time? It's the one thing they okay. have not offered. Uh, just but, yet. but here's the thing: if you said, if you said six people, right? So we gotta give the six people instructions. Just so you know, you get four o'clock, you get five o'clock. Like, <laughs> what happened? Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll let you know that it's not available. If two okay. people in your six have the game, then that opens the other. So two people can play the same game out of those six. Am I right in thinking that? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. my understanding. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you gotta find those combinations and it'll warn you if somebody else is using the game at, at, uh, at, at using the game copy at the moment. Um, it's, it's, it's like you just have the one disc and you're passing it around, except it's in the cloud. Um, oh, man. So. Right. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's progress. Ben, has this been one of the features you've been looking forward to? Uh, not as like a personal use case. Um, but it is something that I think is, it's great for the platform's growth. It's, you know, you can share your entire library in two seconds with somebody. It's that's awesome. That's cool. Yep. Uh, yeah. When I when I mentioned to my uh, one of my friends who's in the group, I was like, I have like eighty games. So if you want, I have almost all the games on Stadia. Like just either because I have them or the one thing we don't know. I was actually seeing folks in the chat ask about this, and and Lloyd and I, I Lloyd are coming. I'm like, I kind of wonder the two. Like so. We get games uh, given to us for review purposes um, or, or you know, crowd crowd enthusiasm purposes and all that kind of stuff. And so we're that's the one thing we're gonna check right now is can key games uh, that you that you claimed with a key be shared. So uh, if somebody wants to hop in my family group and give um, Avengers a try, I, I got that one on key and and we can. Well, I think it's out. more like if it if it's not actually out yet to the general public. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we that would be. I, I assume there's some sort of lock on it. 
I assume yeah. that Google will have something server side that basically doesn't allow you to share it with anyone. Yeah. You'll be Lloyd, have to you got anything out. early right now in your list that we can? I'm gonna have to look. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm gonna <laughs> something I'm gonna have to test though because I I've shut off all of my profile stuff because Reddit saw that I was playing a game early. And I'm like, geez, okay. So I turn everything down. So now I'm gonna have to kick people out of my family group if I'm if I'm sharing. So all my my son and my daughter and my brother are all gonna get angry at me when I boot them from the family group for for a week, so they don't talk about the game that I'm under NDA for. I guess. Oh yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm playing Madden 21 right now. And it, oh no, that would, that, that could be yeah. uh, that could be bad. So, uh, if if I could just jump in, super. I don't want to cut you off. The one really cool thing about the way they do family sharing is it's super granular so you can share everything or you can go one one at a time and choose what game you want to share so if you have kids and you just want them to play minecraft not a game that's on stadia but you just want them to play minecraft on stacks yeah that's our favorite game game. yeah or or, uh spitlinks say you just want spitlinks to be shared you can go and just share that one game in your family group which is which is great because you can you can then lock everything else behind keys if you don't want to share it with your family yeah. My uh, my wife says she'll be the guinea pig, even though her hand eye coordination is challenged. Um, so we appreciate that, Liz, uh, that you're that you're willing to test. I don't think I have any. I don't think I have any games right now that would qualify there. But you never know. Uh, saying hi to hello Eddie Eddie Player One in the chat as well. Say hi to you as well, and a bunch of other folks uh, joining us there. Uh, anybody else got any thoughts on family sharing? Anybody else particularly looking for this feature? Um, Scarlett, I know you have a family. Do 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 the other people in your family also play Stadia? And would you then be sharing your Stadia stuff with them? Um, so like I've, I've let my, my seven-year-old, she's tried, uh, stacks on stacks and she got a kick out of that. And then our two-year-old just kind of sits there and does this, which is fine. <laughs> no um, speed runs on Doom Eternal for the two-year-old. <laughs> no, not yet. Um, but, uh, my husband, I, I got a shadow of the Tomb Raider when it was on sale for like what was it like 10 bucks or something which was fantastic um so i got that because it's one he hasn't played yet and he tends to play a lot of those games and i watch so even though i haven't ever played any of the tomb raider games i know the stories because i watched the whole thing uh so the first one quite a bit I've on been... screen yeah it's yeah. depressing as always <laughs> but um so i've you know, I keep reminding him, it's like, I have Shadow the Tomb Raider, and you can play it whenever you want, Um, but he'd have to play it on my account. But he does have his own account because I gave him my buddy pass, you know, way back when, and so he played for a bit, so he still has an account, like, he's still on my friends list and everything like that. So now he'll be able to go onto his account and play, uh, you know, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, because he now has access to um which is good because I like having the separation so that people aren't like, oh, hey, Scarlett, you're online, are you? Let's play. It's like, well, actually, I'm not. It's my husband. Now he can use his account, and then I can still be doing my stuff on the other side. So if someone's like, hey, you know, let's play Cake Bash. It's like, oh, yeah, I can play Cake Bash because I'm not using my account. My husband is. That happened to so me. So I like it. I came home from, uh, from work, and one of my uh, partner's friends had come around to do some, like, studying thing because they're teachers. And... um her son was in the living room and my missus had just gone, yeah, go, go play Dan's stadium. It's fine. And it booted up like Marvel's Avengers. And I was just like, 
He's going to like delete all my stuff or something like. No, if, if he played Destiny, I'd have just like cried. But that's that's actually that's actually another point though. So like, with the PlayStation Two, we have the you know I have the PS Two, and I had beat just barely beaten Jack Three, and like I was doing so great. I don't know if you guys have played Jack and Daxter games; they're amazing. But I just barely beaten Jack Three, and I was so proud of myself. And my cousins came over for Christmas. And lo, my Jack 3 save was gone. Mm. At least with separate <laughs> accounts, I don't have to worry about any kind of crap like that. <laughs> and I remember it to this day. <laughs> Dom, Dom do, you have a, do you have a Jack and Daxter painting in your house? Is that what you were... No, I um, just noticed it was crooked, so sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like, I have a question over here. Yes. How did you need this one part? No, I do have one question though. I'm guessing if um you share a game with said family member and they don't have pro, they won't get the pro benefits. So they won't. I don't think they get the, the pro the benefits. But they get the games and, right. No, so, uh, yeah, but they they so like if I I don't know pool manager, my brother wants to play it. But he's not a subscriber. He'll just play 1080p football manager. Presumably. Okay. Has anybody anybody in the chat, if you've tested this out yet, I know it just launched today, if you're one of the one-seventh of people who got it because it's a slow rollout, um, let us know. Uh, let us know your thoughts on it. And we'll, and we'll, I do uh, have one question on before we move on as well. Is um, Can you add people to and from your family at any rate you want, or is it like limited so that you can only add and remove Ooh, people at a certain period of time? A day or multiple I've years. never tried. I've never booted anybody out of my family group. I just know if, that's not if true. Someone all of a sudden was like, you know what I mean? If you just wanted to add them temporarily or something. You For the weekend. Yeah, and then take them off and then... That I, that's something else to try, I guess. So what you so what you do is basically you just charge the like PayPal me ten bucks and I'll give you an unlimited uh, window for hey for, for me not only do you get a bunch of Stadia games for the weekend you also get ad free YouTube uh, and YouTube music so listen to music watch some YouTube game play game all weekend ten bucks if anybody wants in just uh you know at Charm City A on Twitter I'm, I'm just saying we can host our own free play weekends on the family like, <laughs> on the family FAQ doesn't it time. It doesn't say there's like a limit on how many people you can add and can't. I'm sure so. at some point Google will be like, oh, really? What are you doing? Like, mm -hmm. do you just, how many people live with you? Like, how weird is that? <laughs> and then that could be bad. Jem uh, is, is going to start charging for family share, creating her, his own cloud service called Jimdia. Um, so, <laughs> I, I don't know about this. that, Jim. You might... You might get in trouble. You might get in trouble. Uh, other news. Uh, we had a bunch of new games that, that kind of just dropped on us today. Uh, well, today and Tuesday. So we'll talk about that. We got Far Cry 5 uh, and Far Cry New Dawn, Ari and the Secret of Seasons, and Little Big Workshop um, all announced today. Uh, but the first two, uh, the, the Far Cries, uh, were launched on Tuesday. And somebody kind of noticed on Twitter, and then somebody else posted on Reddit, and then it just kind of happened. Um, and then suddenly all these these two new games were. And Stadia just didn't say anything about it. And it just waited till today. So we've had these for three days now. Um, and they're kind of on a crazy sale right now. Um, if you check out the news article about this on reviews, then you'll see uh, these amazing, uh, Dan has these crazy widgets all over the website. If you've never been to uh, stadiasource.com, 
how why uh but uh you can find out which games are on sale uh and if you want to do the math in british pounds uh then, then you can uh, so like you yeah. need to work on getting the the american prices but i don't have an american account so getting the prices for everything all the time constantly is is yeah if anybody wants to help me out on that one let me know fine I mean, dan I can, I can i'll add you, you to my family dan. group Okay. <laughs> it's not like there aren't plenty of us here that we, you have Americans on the team and, and frequent Canadian guests as well. Uh, so uh, Far Cry 5, uh, like Ultimate Edition on like an 80% sale, um, New Dawn like 60% off, like huge, huge sales on these games um, right now. I don't. I don't know that I've ever had a desire to play either of these games, but I happen to have some Google Play credit uh, laying around. So I just went ahead and bought them anyways. So now I have them in my library, and if I ever play them, I play them. But uh, did anybody pick up either of the Far Cries this week? I've, so I've played Far Cry 5 on PlayStation, and I was super tempted to buy it, but with Ubisoft Plus coming, I was kind of like, I'm going to get it with that anyway. So yeah. Yeah. I don't really see the point in paying £12, even though it's super cheap and the deal's great. Like you, you, Ubisoft Plus should be launching within the next month and a half, so I can, I, I can play Risk of Rain and Debo Donut for that amount of time. So <laughs> we know we're getting it by the end of the year at some point. Uh, yeah. Any other far uh, Far's Cry fan? Yeah, I picked I picked both of them up just because they were so cheap. I've I platinumed Far Cry Five on on play, PlayStation, but it's one of those games where I'm probably gonna want to go back to every once in a while. So. Um, plus it's, it's a fun game, so it's good to just kill a couple hours just running around doing stupid things in Far Cry. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I'll play, I'll play it. You know, I'm already living in a hellscape right-wing dystopia, so playing it online doesn't necessarily appeal to me because that's, we're LARPing that right now, but, uh, but you know, uh, it's, it's fun to, to get outside yourself and, and play, uh, fun things, uh, out there as well. Anybody else got thoughts on the, on the Fars cry? I, um, this morning I was watching, um, Ray, the game in Cyborg and he was playing it and, uh, I was watching his stream and I never been really a fan of Far Cry. But I was watching his stream and he had like, I guess an old lady kept calling her his grandma. She was jumping in the car, shooting out the window. I was like, what the heck is going on? And it looked pretty cool. I was like, okay. But the same thing as uh, Dom said, I can't, um, I can't, I can't pay for these yet. Knowing Ubisoft is coming out, uh, Ubisoft Plus. But uh, watching his stream earlier made me say, man, I, I, w- I would want to check it out, especially because Stadia you could just jump in and out of games. You don't have to download anything. So that makes, you know, makes me want to try a bunch of different games often. So I'll try them when they come out when you play, but Ubisoft. Yeah. All the, all the assorted pluses. Uh, everybody got a plus <laughs> these days. Yeah. Uh, speaking of plus, we added two more games to the library in addition to those uh, today. Uh, Ari and the Secret of Seasons and Little Big Workshop. I think... Um, Little Big Workshop kind of represents a new genre to Stadia. We haven't had one of those kind of management sim games. I don't really call like football managers a little bit more involved than that. Um, uh, and and farming simulator. No, Adam, it's not. Uh, but but Little Big Workshop is one of those. You know, um, it's sort of rem- like my my life at uh, my my time at Porsche um, and uh, and Two Point Hospital and those those kind of games. Um, so you know that launched today for for eighteen pounds. Uh, 
whatever that equates to in freedom dollars. Uh, Ari and the Secret of Seasons launched for 35 pounds today. Uh, so whatever that equates to in in, in glory bucks. Um, so yeah, a couple of new games there. Uh, no no waiting, no downloads, no pates, no fu- Dan, what is pates? What are pates? <laughs> is that a uh, Britishism? Scroll down a little bit. Scroll down. Oh, Lee, Lee Reed. <laughs> Lee Jehoshaphat Reed II. What are pates? Probably up to <laughs> who knows. Uh, but you know, the games look fun. Um, and uh, Ari and the Secret of Seasons, I will say that's been on my to buy list uh, for a little while. Uh, and the item is not found. So never mind. Looks like we have a little extra character there, Dan. Uh, you'll resolve that, I'm sure. Uh, but that's been on my to buy list. But it, but it's it's right there on the edge of the pro line. So I'm I'm always saying any game that's under yeah. 30 bucks is gonna go pro. And this one's right there because I think in the US store it's like 35, 37. It's just that's why um, I'm a little big workshop because I, I like the look of it and I like management yeah. games, but I think it's going to be pro in two months' time. So it's it's got to be Ben. Have any of have any of these four new games uh, particularly appealed to you? I actually did just buy a little big workshop a little while ago because <clears throat> um, that is a style of game that I do very much enjoy. Uh, and it's nice because that's the first one on Stadia, so I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah, um, it looks fun, and uh, yeah, it, it is actually it's exactly the kind of I have those kind of games on my cell phone. Uh, they're just like, oh, uh, help your adventurers build a city. Like I like those kind of games, and it's on my list. Um, anybody else got any thoughts on Ari and the Secret Seasons or Little Big Workshop? All right, uh, <laughs> I'll just say something real quick. It looks like yeah. I'll say something. I saw you were muted and trying to talk, so you can go first. I was going to say, if anybody's going to buy it, can they buy it quick and let me know so that I can grab the achievements list? <laughs> no one on my friends list seems to have got it. Yeah, um, Gems, I think Gem Stadia has it. I saw him tweet about it, and Handy Games tweeted back. Um, <laughs> little Big Workshop. It's a fun game. I have it on Steam. I bought it on sale. It's super fun. Just kind of a little management. You, you get these new tasks. You try to set up workstations. You get new people. They take items. They move it. They produce. I... There are some little things where they, they seem really lazy. Like they only do one time. They only go like work for like one second, then they stop working. But um, I did tweet at the um, the developers because they did just drop a new DLC on Steam for like Halloween, like a spooky DLC or something. Um, and I asked them if that was going to come to Stadia, and they said that right now it's not um, obviously on Stadia, and they they didn't have any comment on when it's coming to Stadia. But it is a really fun game. I think twenty dollars if you get it on a sale. I think I've probably put in well over ten hours into a game. Um, but it, it does take time, and so that's it is a fun one, and definitely good to see the genres, more genres coming to Stadia. Yeah, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that concept in the hot topic just a little bit. Uh, other kind of cool things. Um, speaking of new things coming to Stadia, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with getting the segues. Uh, speaking of new things coming to Stadia, Borderlands Three Season Two um, has been detailed, and we're getting the first batch of it next week uh, with the Arms Race update. Uh, and they also detailed the new uh, packages that you can buy that include those things. So the the Ultimate Edition and the Next Level Edition. Uh, it's going to include all the season pass stuff from season one. Uh, the ultimate edition, the super deluxe edition will also include uh, season one uh, season pass two uh, coming in the ultimate edition, or I'm perfect. I'm completely sure they'll let you buy it because they're going to be happy to do that. Um, and then, you know, kind of c- some cool new stuff coming in there. Uh, the arms race uh, seems to be almost a roguelike 
uh, kind of thing that is talking in my ear, and I always forget that, and I don't care. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, you, you drop in, you have no equipment, and you try to make it all the way to the end uh, as, you, as you gear. So another kind of roguelike uh, thing. Maybe they saw how popular Risk of Rain 2 was, um, and they decided they needed to, to do this. I finished Borderlands uh, 3, but I never actually bought the season pass, so I have not played any of the expansions um, that, that came out for it. Um, at some point, I'm sure I'll loop back and do that. Uh, do we have any Borderlands 3 fans on the panel who are looking forward to this coming out? Yeah, I love Borderlands as a series. Uh, played, uh, I think I I think I got all the achievements on uh, Stadia, except for the latest expansion, the latest DLC. Uh, I'm really looking forward to what they're doing with this new Season Pass 2, um, adding new skill trees, adding new game modes, adding new content. It's going to be a lot of fun for... Um, my favorite looter shooter on Stadia. I know a lot of people like The Division, but I, I kind of bounced off that one really fast. So I'm really excited for more Borderlands on Stadia. It's heartbreaking for me because uh, I played the heck out of it on Xbox before it came out on Stadia because there was a little bit of mm -hmm. delay. Uh, completed it. You know what I mean? Got a ton of amazing like legendaries and exotics and all that. And then it came out in Stadia and, and my dad and one of his best friends was like, Dan, you should get it. You should get it. And I was like, mm, I don't, I really don't want to play from the beginning again and have to pay full price for the game. Mm -hmm. um, and I ended up caving and buying it. And then I think they only played it a couple of times with me. And I've just, I just don't see the point in starting all the way from the beginning when I've got all these amazing characters and amazing weapons on the Xbox version of it that I can't play because there's no <laughs> cross progression or cross save or anything like that. So part of me really, really wants to buy these DLCs. I've not played any of the DLCs, um, like Lloyd said, and I don't know. I, I might jump into them eventually later on down the line if I can justify it or if they do miraculously bring cough save from nowhere but yeah it's it's a bit heartbreaking for me but maybe i just need to stop being a whiny <laughs> <laughs> just do it just do it <laughs> so i i know how you feel because i'm this close on buying mortal kombat all over again i spell spent way over a hundred dollars on that game on a playstation 4 and i won it so bad on stadia but i'm like i just spent so much money but now with the new update coming out with rambo i'm like oh man <laughs> so i'm probably gonna just bite the bullet and get it again and have to start all the way over but of course it's different than starting all the way over in a looter shoot i'll challenge you to that game anthony <laughs> really yeah yeah boom <laughs> listen fighting games has always been my number one thing all right so, so I'm just letting you guys know. So All clearly, right. we need to we need to set up a a Stadia Source Mortal Kombat tournament. We'll get Perfect Legend in on that. He'll wipe the floor with everybody. We'll get Juggernaut in on that. Um, yep. See if Juggernaut. We're like, hey Juggernaut, you want to attach your stream key so we can do some uh, <laughs> crowd play? <laughs> <that?"> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And one, one other thing too, uh, and I did tell Bill this, so Lloyd, he already knows, but I'm the pack genius. So I already warned Bill. So guys, when that Pac-Man come out, trust me. You know how Avery's always playing Bomberman? Pac-Man will be my thing. It's going to be saying. Power Hour Pack. Pack Hour Plus. You know, so I, I, I that's I was going to say, this. that's one of the... I don't know how to call it a challenge, but like, you know, Lloyd, uh, we were talking about going back in the gaming. Like, I cut my teeth on the NES, and... Used to be you bought a game 
you played the game and then it was done. And if you right. wanted more, they had to build a sequel. So you just didn't get any more if it was a really cool game and they just decided not to ever do anything else with it. And now it's like, here's a really cool game. You're like, I love that. And they're like, and for $30 more, and then for another $20, and I'm like, I get it. But I'm like, that's a lot of, at a certain point when you're like $140 into one game, you just got to stop. Like, you just got to stop. But, you know, I can't, I can't really complain about that. So, uh, <laughs> um, other cool stuff that we uh, got told about today. We've got another free play days. So, free play days, uh, speaking of uh, Borderlands, uh, was, was one of them. Uh, the F1 2020, if any of you are racing fans out there, uh, you can play F1 2020 for free uh, coming up this weekend. Today. Yes. Today. today start, uh, starting today because yeah. it always starts on Thursdays. Uh, so enjoy your long weekend of uh, free play on F1 2020. Uh, I, will, I will say I don't play racing games uh, because I'm not good at them. And if they don't involve throwing shells and blue shells and red shells <laughs> and stuff, then it's just not in my list. Uh, but do we have anybody? Has anybody actually owned F1 2020 in the list? Or Dom, uh, what's what's your F1 thoughts? Uh, are you it's, excited it's to really, have potentially more people to race with this weekend? It's really good. Like uh, F1 2020 is a, is a, like a really good installment in the series. They did really well with it. Codemasters, I think it's Codemasters. Might be talking rubbish there. I'm pretty sure it's Codemasters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's really good. Like it, the graphics are great. Um, it's it's just yeah. If you're an F1 fan um, and you haven't bought it, please try it this weekend because it is it's super good. Formula One, but, but is it like a really? It's a really strict um, simulation, right? It's not arcade yeah, at all. It's like it, no, no, it's super grid realistic. style versus uh, crew two style. So there's things like like making sure your brakes are like right temperature, temp, uh, tires. I mean, obviously you can change settings and stuff to like how you want to play. So you can change it to slightly more arcadey. Or you can have it like extreme realism, and you can do like ninety-minute races and stuff. Um, like is it's it's really it's it's like I said, if you like Formula One, give it a go uh, and play as Red Bull because they're my favorite team. <laughs> <laughs> he has even I even has a favorite team. I don't think I've ever been that invested True. to have a favorite team in uh, a game. All right, shout out then to my sister-in-law because she is the strategist for that team. So oh, um, there, there you go. Does does she play the video game versions of it? And if so, can we get her on the podcast? Or um, no, and she's a terrible driver in real life. So <laughs> <laughs> she she does the strategy for other people to drive with. Yeah, she doesn't yeah, actually exactly. <laughs> if I were you, I'd wreck. No. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so I mean, it, but it's still definitely exciting, and it's yet another. Um, so, so on the free play days, we've had the division two, I believe, was one of them. We've had Borderlands three. Um, we've had now we've had F one. So the every crew. month we're the crew. crew so every month we're getting a different type of game um, in there. We haven't really seen. I guess if you combine like the demos, we're all. The demos were all kind of the stuff we haven't really seen for free yet. Uh, we haven't really seen like adventure games or uh, or, or, or platformers or things of that nature. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of a cool game to to get on pro. Um, anybody else have any thoughts on on free play days? What would be uh, if if you were going to tell Stadia the next game to put on free play days? Uh, ben, I'm going to throw this one to you. What do you think? And then Scarlet, what do you think should be the next free play days title? 
if the goal is to get people to use Stadia, Avengers. I, I think because that's a pretty it got list. so much negative press. People don't want to spend the money to get into it, but try it out for free for a weekend. You get a lot of people using it. Let's get the multiplayer going. There was advocate. Do you not think though, because the game isn't particularly well received from what I from what I read and stuff, it's not the masterpiece that many were hoping for. Having it as a free game then might be like, oh, the game kind of wasn't that great. I don't want to use Stadia. <laughs> but if there was like an amazing mm. game and was like, oh, this works really well and the game was great, then I use Stadia more. If you see what I mean. I mean, it's, it's no stacks on stacks. So. <laughs> <laughs> If they if they did Cyberpunk as the free play days, like I was gonna say can that, you yeah. imagine the explosion, the brain explosion of people just everybody suddenly logging in and playing Cyberpunk for three days for free? Like that would be Stadia. There you go. You got the idea on our podcast and and pay us accordingly. Scarlet, what would be your what would you be your pick for number one free play day, free play days game? Um, I think this is going to come as no surprise, but I would love to see them put uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising because I believe it should be still called Gods and Monsters, but I will go with the masses here and call it by its supposed appropriate title. Um, but uh, like... Today I read an article about the top, I think it was like the top 15 downloads for the month of October on the Switch. And Breath of the Wild is like number 11. And it's been years since that game came out and it's still like in the top 15 of downloads every month. So I think people love those kinds of games. And with the the demo that we got that was done within like 10 minutes if you just pushed through the story but you, if you got to explore and you explored for six hours yeah. yes if you weren't me but i mean you got to explore for for as long as you wanted i thought that was really cool like i already know that if that became like a free play thing even though i've already bought it let's say i hadn't bought it like if that became a free play thing i'd be all over that for the entire weekend and i'd probably beat the game <laughs> and then buy it just so i could play it again <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I figured out the other day, actually, Scarlett? It's because I was watching your stream of Immortals. I thought to myself, like, I don't actually need to play the demo. Um, I'm quite happy to wait until it comes out, and then I'll I'll play it. Because, you, I mean, you, your playthrough was, like, really, really good of it. So I thought, oh, you know, I don't thanks. need to play it myself. But then I missed out on the free armor that you get from yeah. playing the demo. So I was like, no. Yep. <laughs> and you could have just gone in for like the five minutes to run through the story. But I didn't need to because you but summed you it up it. perfectly. So you thought you, you were you so sneaky. You can have the sneaky. armor vicariously through me. Yeah. <laughs> you were so, so sneaky. sneaky. So sneaky. <laughs> but, um, well, I, but yeah, that's that's my game that I'd want on yeah. there. I think, the, for, I think that would uh, be a good any of the big titles, I can't imagine the size of the check Stadia would have to write uh, to make that happen. But it's also like Google, so it's not like you don't have the zeros yeah. in the bank uh, if right. you wanted to write that check. So you know, you you could just write that check. Uh, <laughs> Blue Bobs, <laughs> Blue Bobs, you got an idea for a free play game? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, really quick, Scarlet, it's really funny. Um, before you did your stream of Morpheus Rising, F Tendo and I both had played it, 
And I messaged him and I was like, should we tell Scarlett it's only like a 45 minute demo? <laughs> or sh like, should we not spoil it for her? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, let's not do it. So we. And then I played it for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so I actually played through it, I think, twice because I didn't explore the whole island the first time. I just kind of went through all the missions. And the second time I played through, I like went up, took some screenshots, like climbed to Assassin's Creed style to the top of the statues, found the little orbs. Yeah. But um, I, I, I would say a good game idea for them. And I think it would actually be fairly feasible. Obviously, there was a company that got purchased. But like Doom Eternal is an excellent port on Stadia. It would be an excellent game to showcase the power of Stadia because yeah. it is such a good port as well. Um, obviously, it's not necessarily like a kid-friendly game. So it's not a game that spans all, um, I would say, all of the groups of people, the demographics. But at the same time, if you're looking for a game to really showcase Stadia's cloud gaming expertise, and it kind of was one of their flagship games that they used back in the GDC. I think Doom Eternal will be a great a great port for a free free play, but obviously they got acquired by Xbox now, so that might not be a feasibility, but you know. You never know. Right. Uh, yeah. shout, shout out to uh, StadiaCast, uh, because uh, today uh, on the feed, uh, uh, Bill's interview with Gabe from Penny Arcade dropped, in which he talked about how playing Doom Eternal was one of the things that really sold him on the power of the cloud. Um, so if you're not subscribed to StadiaCast, who are you and why are you in our chat right now? Because I can't imagine any of you aren't. Maybe, hey, you know, if you love you, we love you, be here, we love you, but go subscribe to StadiaCast um, and, and check out that interview interview because it was a really it was a really great interview with bill there um last thing we'll mention here before we head into the hot topic uh we got a little bit of a tech update potentially coming uh stadia to gain the av1 kodak um so uh quick super quick technical primer uh or in fact you know what let's let's let the technical person uh uh lloyd why don't you tell us what a codec is and why stadia gaining the av1 codec is actually important sure so well av1 is just a, a newer uh way to compress video so you have H.264 was the big one forever. Then Google um, worked with other people to create VP9. And now AV1 is the new one. Uh, AV1 has the potential to be 30% smaller uh, than VP9 and 50% smaller than H.264, which means that if you're streaming a 4K game, instead of being, what is it, like 22 gigs an hour, it potentially could be 11 gigs an hour if you're currently only getting the H.264 stream. So that means that less data usage, usage um, coming to you, uh, potentially um, the ability to have better quality because they could bump up the bit rate a little bit um, without over overloading so many people's uh, internet connections. So this will be huge. Um, it'll it'll come hopefully at some point to uh, a future Chromecast um, so that you can have hardware uh, decryption or um, sorry, decoding uh, of the stream, um, but it's gonna be great. It's gonna be good for the whole internet once this becomes uh, in, something that's in wide use uh, for all video streaming. The more this gets into the hands of the YouTubes and the whatever else is, which I, I believe YouTube is already one of the platforms that can use it. Um, it just, it does make more sense. Using less bandwidth means it the internet works faster for everybody um, who, who needs bandwidth. Um, not to mention, it just makes it less of a haul if you don't have an unlimited data plan. Um, and, and the goal with all of these, and, stay, and, and Google has been working on this for the entire time they've been in video streaming. Uh, the goal is simply to get you the same picture with less data. Um, and, and the codec is the way that that happens. And the more they sharpen that and add the algorithms and the machine learnings and the blah, 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 um, just the easier it is for you to not spend terabytes of data playing one game in a weekend uh, and then Comcast or whoever calls you up and says, <laughs> money. Um, so I think, it's, I think it's kind of big. And it's another. it's also another sign that... Um, 
Stadia is continuing to invest. Uh, Google is continuing to invest in Stadia because they wouldn't bother to roll out this technology to Stadia if it wasn't uh, important to them. Because they're also rolling it out to like Meet and Duo and their their big flagship communications uh, products. So having the Stadia is uh, kind of a kind of a cool thing. Anybody else got any thoughts on AV1? I think they named it after me personally. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll remove the banner so you can so you can see why. See AV, AV. Yeah. Uh, my understanding this was more for people with lower uh, internet speeds because that's what they did or that's what they're using it for in Duo. No, it's for people with poor internet speeds. It improves the stream and the quality for those that are struggling. I don't know whether maybe I'm wrong. I said I'm not that technical, but I don't know whether it will actually impact like the higher bandwidth streams that we would like mm. those on Ethernet connections and stuff. We'll see, but I might be talking absolute nonsense. So that's you heard it here. It's the absolute nonsense on the Stadia Society <laughs> podcast. Uh, we won't know until it launches, and even then, we probably won't even know. Like they, as Stadia is wont to do, they will just change things, and then nobody will actually know that it happened until somebody's running an extension of some nature and and finds out about it in the browser. So, well, and, and Blue Bob, off, did you have a thought? Yeah, I was going to say, going off of Domsing, would would that then potentially reduce the thirty or thirty five megabit four K requirement by thirty percent, so that you need less internet speed, or at, like, I so again, I think it would. I, Personally, I think it will lower the required entry point. Okay. If anything, so I think the 10 meg, like that's the minimum that they have to say. I think it might go down by 30 percent. That's how I see it. I don't know. I, I said, but I'm not a codec person. When you, can, when you can finally play on the Wi-Fi on the bus, then um, <laughs> that, gives, that's going to be the winner. It gives Google another tool. So what they do now is uh, when you make a connection, it, it looks okay. What's your what's your speed? What how can what can you decompress? Can you decompress only H.264 or H.265? Can you do VP9? AV1 will just be another one. Um, it has uh, the, the the more a codec compresses a data a data stream, the the more CPU or GPU you need. So this will be even more taxing on your computer, but you're not running the game. So that's OK um, if you're doing a software decryption or whatever, or if you have, um, a, I guess, a newer video card down the road that has built in hardware decryption or, or decoding rather, I keep saying decryption of, of the stream. So it'll be good. The one thing that I hope it helps is one of the big complaints is people that play on Wi-Fi and every 15 minutes they get like a small little pause or they spin in a circle for a second and then they come back with less data stream. Um, hopefully it'll be a, sta a more stable data stream to your laptop or Chromebook or whatever. So hopefully this will just increase uh, the, the performance of Stadia across the board once it has wide, widespread rollout, which will be probably years before it's widespread use on the internet. Can I also say this might be important in like emerging markets for places like India, Brazil, that don't have the most stable internet connections like everywhere for people that don't have like 4G and 5G, wherever they go, this yeah. can then help them play Stadia games on their phones. Yeah, less data requirement, but more hardware requirement. So that, that there's going to be a bit of a balance there for people that maybe um, aren't able to have the the latest technology to do, to exactly. decode the stream. Yep. Um, so they're going to be they're going to default to VP9, but it's it's gonna it's gonna make things better. But it's gonna it's not going to be an immediate like next day everything is is less data usage and and better performance and it looks better. It's going to take some time for that to roll out. 
Uh, and those of you who are listening to the podcast after the fact and not here live are missing our furry friend in Dom's stream. Okay. Dom, who is our special guest for the for the stream? It's Tilly. She's annoying. Tilly. <laughs> Tilly's adorable. Uh, so we're, we're glad to have Tilly. Uh, well, you can check out all the latest news if you head to stadiesource.com, including the headlines that we could not get to. Dirt 5 trailer, anyone? Okay. Uh, so it's all there on stadiesource.com, your number one source for Stadia news and reviews. Uh, and we were, we'd love for you to check that out. Uh, folks, uh, I'm just realizing that I didn't update one of my banners. So I'm going to do that one real quick. And live podcasting is fun. There we go. Folks, uh, grab your Buffy the Vampire Slayer fridge magnet. It's time for the hot topic. Do you like that one? Does that one qualify? No. I don't like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, does, that, does that qualify at all as hot topic like or it's, it's uh, i mean I, anyway. I i used to have a buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> magnet um so uh, the, it, it is uh, <laughs> anthony's Where's getting ready for the hot topic the hat coming out <laughs> it's time for the hot topic almost looks uh, like it was like overall straps for a second or whatever they're called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's just a southern lawyer. He don't know nothing about... No. Uh, <laughs> I just Foghorn Leghorn there for a minute for no reason. Uh, so Stadia uh, this week crossed a very important threshold. We reached the 100 games mark. Um, so big important, uh, big important moment for Stadia to finally get into the triple digits um, on games. Uh, with um, I, I've seen some conflicting reports. Some people thought that it was the Far Cries that put us over. Some people thought it was Ari and the Secret of Seasons uh, that put us over. But regardless, we're there. We're finally up above the hundred games mark, uh, and so. I wanted to take a moment for us to just kind of talk about uh, some of the best of the best in that first hundred and and uh, maybe what the what the library is beginning to shape up as and, and look into and and, and 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 things of that nature. Um, uh, so ben, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you. I know that, that you know, of course, you've been reporting on Stadia for quite some time now, so you've seen kind of the growth of the library. Um, in terms of you know we'll, we'll we'll talk about the biggies you know the dooms and all that kind of stuff but what uh, what games uh, brought into Stadia kind of surprised you or what are some of the some of the hidden gems that you found as you've been playing games on Stadia? Well, I think for me the biggest thing was Stadia Pro kind of helped me tr at least try other games that I might not have otherwise. Um, like I spent some time in the the Turing Test and Grid and. Rock of Ages, which I never would have touched anywhere else. Um, so just it helped me like kind of look into more games and try more stuff. But it also helped me uh, play games that I wanted to play on more than just my computer. Like one of the games I was really looking forward to this year was Avengers. I didn't want to play it just on my computer. I didn't want to play it on my PlayStation because it's slow. Um, <laughs> So I got it. I was happy to play it on Stadia because I could play it anywhere I wanted to. Um, that's that's what I was excited for with this. And you know, a hundred games in, now there's a lot more choice. And yeah, yeah. And if you were, and if you've been a Stadia Pro member since the beginning, you've gotten half of them. Like mm -hmm. literally, I think it's fifty-four as of November. Uh, so you've you've had more than half of the library of Stadia just given to you. Um, if if you were subscribed from from day one, Dan, what's what's been kind of your um, the the big the biggest surprise out of maybe maybe the pro titles or, or or things that you've you've played through on the system? 
I mean, straight off the bat, Destiny 2 was probably one of the biggest surprises for me. The fact that I, I know the game is like free to play on most platforms anyway, but we got all the extra content as well. And I think that was probably one of the biggest games you could have brought to Stadia um, right at the beginning. And with it being such a, you know what I mean, an intense, not just graphically, but physically as well, game, it, it perfectly highlighted how Stadia could handle the triple A's as well as your smaller indies as well. So. For that, I think it's probably my most shocking game. It's probably one of the reasons why Stadia drew me in in the first place. Um, yeah. But yeah, Scarlett, I know you've played a, a bunch of the a bunch of the more um, the the family friendly art titles on there, and so a lot of the um, the indie. Uh, type titles kind of fall into that bunch there's not a whole lot of like looter shooter indies uh on the platform or or heavy kind of those what's been some of the titles that have that have really stood out to you here in the in the first hundred um ones that stood out to me i mean i don't know if i if i play enough to be able to say that there's like one that stands out the most and i've had like I'll be I'll be honest here. I've had my issues when it comes to some games where it's just things are connecting. Like either there's a drop in in uh, in quality just because my internet's doing something weird, or my controller doesn't want to connect, or whatever. I just think I'm there with I believe it was Ben who said this, right? Um, like this has almost been like what Movie Pass was for me. This is so much better than Movie Pass. Please don't take that as a comparison to Movie Pass. But what I'm trying to say. Is that with Movie Pass, we went and saw so many movies that we would not have seen. And like, we were trying to go to like Jumanji and they're like, we're sold out again. So we're like, okay, let's go see this. Try to go to it again. We're sold out again. Try to, it's okay. So, but like, that's what I'm enjoying about being a pro subscriber is that I'm just able to try all of these things. Like, I've been able to go from Tomb Raider. And then in like five seconds, I'm playing Cake Bash. So it's, you know, it, it that's, I think that's what's been been fun for me with these first hundred games is I'm able to go from these two dramatically different things and enjoy both of them because it runs great. I think for me, one of the one of the things that people people have often cited this as a fault in Stadia, but I really don't think it is, is the library titles, the titles that have been out for a while uh, or didn't launch on Stadia, but we got them later. Stadia for me has been a platform that has allowed me <laughs> to pick up and play those games where I never had the opportunity. To buy them again. <laughs> well you know the again thing doesn't matter if you never bought them to begin with uh and, and so like the very first game that i purchased on stadia uh was assassin's creed odyssey which i think had been out for six months or so at that point or maybe a year um and i played through the entire thing and beat it and loved it i loved every single mini of, minute of it um i i played it using normal attacks on normal speedly uh but i did uh, I, I did enjoy it um and then i played final fantasy 15 I have played every single entry in the in the numerical Final Fantasy series, plus Tactics and a bunch of other ones. Um, and 15 was the one I couldn't play because I never had a computer that could run it, and I never had a console that had it. And then Stadia was a, it was a launch title, and suddenly I had the ability to finish the set uh, and and actually play that game. So I think that even the fact that that sometimes Stadia gets derided for having a lot of older games, it doesn't matter if you haven't played it. That's that's the whole point there, and and Lloyd, I know that's a point that you brought up on StadiaCast many times. Is is 
play the game, enjoy the game, no matter what age it, it's kind of got out there. Tell us your thoughts on on that and and the the the, the current library that we have there on Stadia. I think some of the the biggest surprises uh, on Stadia was uh, Doom Eternal, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Samurai Showdown, uh, surprisingly enough. And I'll get into the why. Doom Eternal is a game that is a Twitch shooter, um, not Twitch the service, but you're 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 going through it super fast. Um, you're shooting everything. You're chainsawing everything. You're running. It's more of a puzzle game uh, or a rhythm action game like a Dance Dance Revolution than it is a, a, a typical first person shooter. And it runs amazingly well on Stadia. When this game was announced for Stadia, everyone's like, "It's going to play like garbage. You're you're gonna you're gonna waste your money. Everybody, don't do it." It hit, and it was flawless it was amazing and it was the same with assassin's creed odyssey obviously that was the project stream demo game so you knew it was going to run really well but i played it on playstation 4 and if you were fast traveling from one part of the world to the other part of the world like you could go make a sandwich go take a nap uh go mm -hmm. mow the lawn and then come back and play your game the load times are like almost non-existent in the game which is <clears throat> excuse me which is fantastic and then for me, one of the biggest surprises was uh, Samurai Showdown. Not that I'm a huge fan of, of that as a fighting game, but the fact that you can have a, a, a fighting game and, and input latency isn't getting in the way. Like that and Thumper, where input latency would be something that would smack you in the face and become annoying, it just wasn't there. So uh, all those games kind of showed off one aspect of why uh, cloud streaming is the future and it's going to be the... the where the industry goes in maybe 10 years, where primarily that's where, where most people are going to be playing their games. And it was just showing people and opening eyes, uh, which was a, a pretty fantastic thing to see kind of the, the pre-launch to now um, with uh, people that that played the Immortal Phoenix Rising demo. And they're like, hey, Stevie's actually awesome. I heard it was bad. What did it, why did I wait a year? Um, it's it's been a it's been a great way to to see games that you didn't think could run in the cloud, but they run really, really well in the cloud. It, it do work uh, amazingly yeah. enough, um, Dom. I know you play you play a bunch of different types of games, and um, and you play quite a bit of, of what is there on Stadia. What do you think? Um, kind of considering the library, where do you think the holes are? I, I think they're they're you know we I just we just mentioned today that Little Big Workshop kind of fills that management um, role. What do you think are some of the the categories of game that we don't see a lot of yet? Maybe things that have been announced that we know are coming, but uh, that that you think um, the, the the library could use a little lift on so I know <clears throat> we saw a little bit of humankind for the demo so that's the only real strategy kind of game we've had obviously we're getting phoenix point which is like a, a xcom um style game um yeah some like rts real-time strategy games like old school well, i mean the most well-known stuff is like age of empires kind of that kind of genre of game um, then you have like the grand strategy games, things like Stellaris, which I think would be awesome on Stadia because it can lag if you're on a massive universe kind of thing. Um, although there are some sports games, it's still like only basketball and golf. So kind of like FIFA's obviously, we know it's coming. I think that 2021. That'll, that'll, <laughs> <laughs> is it coming in 2021? Yeah, Duncan from Cloudy's just a. Uh posted it saying that it's coming in 2021 now so yikes um it's <laughs> a great response to that <laughs> um what else just some like we haven't got any like there's no mmos or anything well other than so i guess um 
Tonight. Yeah, I desperately, desperately want Final Fantasy fourteen to land on the on the system. If I could get like, I'm not. I have a computer now that could play it in four K and it'd be really super nice. And I'm resisting uh, because I'm hoping at some point we'll get it. Um, and uh, Yoshi P, if you can we hear have, me, please. We also don't have any MOBAs yet, so things like League of Legends, Dota, uh, Heroes of the Storm. Those kind of games and, would be great. and beyond battle royale, the you know the, the Fortnites, the hyperscapes, the the beyond uh, PUBG. Uh, and, battle royales um, last thing, we don't have any free games yet, so no free to play games with Microsoft yet. Yet, given given the uh, given uh, our 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 good friend Gems uh, teardowns uh, of of the site, uh, we know it's possibly coming. They have a page for it, whether or not it's uh, whether or not that's what it means or not. Uh, we we know they have a page there. Um, Anthony, what are you when you're looking at what is coming to round out the next uh, the next hundred? Uh, what's on your What's on your wish list? What are you looking forward to uh, in in the toward the end of the year and the new year in uh, in the second hundred of the Stadia games? Well, you know something, dude. One thing I gotta say, brother. Um, just let me say something really quick. <laughs> now I know Lloyd already mentioned Doom, but here's the thing about Doom, right? Doom still is my favorite game of the year. But the reason why I think Doom was such an important thing for Stadia is you take something like Destiny that Dan said that was really popular, right? But Destiny people are so many people are like, ah, it's old, nobody cares. You take um, even Red Dead Redemption, because nobody mentioned that game, but that was a big deal when it came, but it was super old, right? But Doom came out day and date, okay? And Doom had 10s. I mean, somebody like Angry Joe that hates everything gave that game a 10 out of 10. So I think we got to realize that <laughs> Doom... Sorry, I thought you were saying Doom had 10s of players on Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, well, it's probably true, unfortunately, but... <laughs> yeah, I did try to do the multiplayer mode and had, like, two matches, but... Um, I just want to highlight Doom again because uh, Doom was an excellent game. Graphics was amazing. Like you said, Twitch shooter moves super fast and um, and is recognized throughout uh, pretty much everywhere that it was um, an amazing game. You know, 10 out of 10s, 9 out of 10s, like this game was rated really well and it came out day and date for Stadia and performed amazing. So that, I felt like that was my, like, okay, Stadia is really going to do this. Stadia is really going to do this. Um, but to answer your question to the future, um, we need a game that's synonymous with like uh, a game that everybody loves, right? And the sad thing is, I seen in the chat because I was gonna say Grand Theft Auto Five, but I seen. So you're gonna say Pac-Man? Like, um, I mean, <laughs> well, well, we know Pac-Man is coming, but I was gonna say something like Grand Theft Auto Five. We could secure that because they're remaking it. It's coming out next year, but I think when you guys just wrote, it's not coming. So I don't know how true that is or not. But if we had something like that, that just tons of people play regardless, going to have a graphic overhaul, um, something like that would be really good for Stadia. So. I've always said uh, not to count. Uh, don't don't count any game out on Stadia unless it hasn't been released on Stadia. Like I've always yeah. said, like any ga- unless you know, like we're not getting. Uh, you know, Crash Bandicoot Four because that's very much a PlayStation. Well, right. maybe we will. We're, we're, we're not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're not getting Sonic Mania, and then Dan just rage quits the podcast. No, you know, unless it is absolutely console exclusive, whatever else, you know, eventually we we might have a chance. But that's always what I've said. Like Grand Theft Auto, uh, Fortnite, all those kind of games where you're like, where is it? They're not going to do it until they uh, until the game itself has been shut down and they're not releasing it anymore. Well, don't count that. 
the yeah. biggest thing and call of duty just to shut people up really. yes i was gonna say the biggest thing the biggest thing that could happen for stadia and in a free-to-play like area right is if they could either get Fortnite or Warzone. That would be so... I know so many people said, I would give everything and be so just Stadia only if they had Call of Duty. So many people said, if they just had Call of Duty, I'm done. I'll be Stadia only. So... We got, uh, there's, there's definitely room, uh, there, there, that is certainly a category that we are kind of lacking and, and we know that they haven't really gotten a handle on what free to play means. Cause we kind of right. got the, you know, buy the $10 pack and then you get the game, but the game is free on other play. And it's, you know, they haven't really gotten a handle on that. And, and part of that is probably because, you know, I don't know how much micro track mi micro transactions are a thing a lot of games have them but right. stadia doesn't really have that culture yet of buying the microtransactions for everything over and over and over again uh but it's it's probably coming and and uh blue bobs it would be a smart business decision for it to come you've talked a lot uh about uh, kind of the business decisions when you're looking at the next hundred games of, of stadia what what does that next hundred games have to have in it to keep stadia propelling forward um i mean confirmed or unconfirmed i mean I think Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be the next Doom Eternal for Stadia. Just like Anthony said, day and date, it's the most sought-after game of 2020. Um, you mean of 2077 when it actually releases? I know. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, maybe maybe we'll get a free-to-play weekend, and that's why I got delayed another month. Maybe they're going to blame it on Stadia again. You know, some, some lame excuse. But I think that game is going to be... On the next 200, um, that's going to be a huge, crucial factor and again, solidifying the fact that Stadia is a platform. It's here to contend and play with the big boys. Um, and I think Google is now behind it, which is great. Like Google's officially grabbed it and like, all right, we're doing this together. We are Google Stadia. So I would say that game, obviously more sport games, would love more sport games. Like Dom said, I think League of Legends would be huge. Um, a game like that, that kind of genre coming over. Um, and then, of course... Warzone, you know, where maybe Hyperscape might come over with Ubisoft. I don't think it's quite as popular. The only reason I say Warzone is just because of the Call of Duty franchise, but personally, I'd love to see Activision Blizzard on Stadia. I would love to see that developer on the platform. You got Diablo imagine, games. Imagine something like World of Warcraft on Stadia. Oh my gosh, exactly. Imagine RuneScape. Come on, guys. RuneScape, baby. Don't tell me none of y'all haven't played that. Um, Cries in Ultima Online. <laughs> so i would say i would definitely say about a more a more updated if you will battle royale game um that is kind of more with what the current trend is and then at that point as long as they're coming out with all the newest battle royale games and continue with the newest games launching um that's that's really all that matters as long as they can keep on that calendar on the trend uh, i think that is in the end what shows up their platform is when they're day and date with every new game release right and that's kind of it that's that is the proposition of Stadia. It's been the proposition of Stadia forever. No downloads, no patches, no waiting, click to play. Like, mm -hmm. that's been the proposition. And so no matter which of the games you're playing, the first 100 games, the, the second 100 games, that's the selling point here. Um, Dan, what are you looking forward to in in uh, the next the next 100 games of Stadia? Uh, where, where do you think... Um, where do you think we got some room to grow there? Um... Well, I mean, obviously, I know you've already like kind of shot me down, but I want to see this dude appear on <laughs> my nipples. Um... <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to be the idea. No downloads, no patching. Dan's nipples. All right. Uh... <laughs> no, um, 
as I already previously mentioned, I want to see like more fighting games like Tekken, uh, maybe yes. some like the Soul Calibers or something like that. Um, love to see GTA, but it has to have cross progression in it, cross save, because I'm not starting again on that one. <laughs> um, again, Call of Duty, Fortnite, I think not so much. I mean, I've, I've, I used to really, really love Call of Duty, but I've kind of fell out of love with it a bit. But I can see the importance of, of those games coming to the platform for other people. Um, and I'd also like to see, and it's completely escaped my brain, so I'm just going to move on and pretend but, I didn't stop <laughs> If you want to have Call of Duty on the highest settings on PC, it takes 250 gigabytes of storage, mm -hmm. yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. Like, if anything, like, if, if just pure convenience of not having to download that on cloud gaming would just be insane. Well, they just that what was it today that the usable storage space on the There's Xbox that. Series X is like 300 gigs out of 512. Right. So like there you go. You get one game. And and if it's one of those big honking games you're you're done. Uh real quick shout out to April in the chat with the super sticker with the the smiley eyes. April, we appreciate you uh uh doing the uh the smiley eyes at us with the super sticker. Uh Lloyd jump in here. What are your thoughts? Uh, the one game I'd love to see on Stadia um, just to grow the market would be Minecraft. I said it earlier. Um, that's one, that still one of, one of the <laughs> biggest games in the world. And having Minecraft on Stadia, you'd be able to play with, uh, with, with all your friends. It would be fantastic. You'd get the, the younger audience uh, would want to play Stadia as well, which means that they wouldn't be on Reddit uh, talking trash about Stadia. So that would be... <laughs> Two birds with one stone. It would be perfect. Um, but uh, Minecraft. And, then, and you like, throw in state share with that. If you want to yeah. share your server for other people to jump in, make a totally. state share. Bada boom. Yeah, that's for me. That's the one. The one game I'd love to see, other than Skyrim, because I want to play Skyrim on on mm -hmm. eighteen platforms at the same time. But <laughs> Minecraft. I haven't played it on a pregnancy point. test yet. What I mean, no, literally no, on I, everything. I saw that video and I kind of wanted to do that to play Doom on it, but no, I didn't didn't do that. Um, but yeah, Minecraft for me would be the the one um, huge game that would bring just a crazy amount of people to Stadia. And it's a stream. It's such a streamer friendly game, and it's got such a it 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 exploded because of streaming. So make a one click stream thing. Everybody, I've I've seen a whole bunch of folks uh, tweeting recently because they've been. Everybody went into the settings today to look to see if they had family sharing, and then they all noticed the live streaming button. It was like, oh my god, live streaming launched, and it's no. That's what crowd. That's where crowd play. That's we've had that crowd choice. That's we've had forever, and it's not. It hasn't launched yet. I swear. At some point, it will hopefully launch but it's not yet you will um, and hear my shout of delight from like way <laughs> far away when that happens it's, that's the <laughs> number one was... thing if you watch our channel trailer scarlet will tell you that's the number one thing stadia needs to grow is the youtube streaming integration when when someone oh. said today that family sharing had been released i was like we we have this topic raised like once a month because people <laughs> see that people see the family settings in the settings and they've never seen it before and, and you can set up a family and it's like oh my god family sharing's here but it's not it's just you can set a family up you can't share your game so i'm glad we don't have to have that conversation again as well it's gonna be that same thing when youtube streaming launches like nobody will notice it because google won't say anything about it and so nobody will notice it for like a couple of hours and then somebody will go you guys i think actually the youtube streaming is working and then it hits twitter and then it hits reddit and then grace confirms and they're like Tell people, what are you doing? <laughs>
big shout out to Chimeze and Accor with the super sticker, the one up hippo. Uh, we appreciate you. Chimeze, host of the Cells and Circuits podcast, uh, CELS. Find it wherever good podcasts are uh, done. And he is uh, one of our previous guests um, and future guests. Uh, uh, and we'll talk about that at the very, very end. Um, uh, Anthony, uh, get your last thoughts in here as we're as we're wrapping up. Uh, just one last thing uh, before I say my one last thing. I still owe you pizza because of the YouTube stream. So that's how bad I wanted it to come. Um, but uh, real quick story, quick story. Last night I was playing Dead by Daylight with a bunch of my friends. So one of my friends, she's a Twitch streamer. Uh, shout outs to Nerdish Girl on Twitch. And my other friend, he's a, and she streams only on PC. And then my one friend, he's a uh, DJ Justin Love, shout out to him. He streams on Twitch and he streams on PlayStation. So I'm streaming on Stadia, right? So we had a PC, PS4, and another guy's on PS4. So my friend, she was like, oh, Anthony, just so you know, you better hurry up and make sure you download the update because the, uh, Dead by Daylight got a new patch. <laughs> and one guy couldn't play. He was like, oh, my patch is at 60%. I was like, oh, no, I'm playing on Stadia. Uh, we don't have patches. We just... We just play. Like, we don't what? do that. She's like, how's that possible? Uh, I was we like, don't have that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. She was like, wait, we don't what? even go here. Yeah. <laughs> and she was just so dumbfounded. She's like, wait, what? How do you do that? I was like, uh, just, I'm ready to play right now. So that I just wanted so to much. share that. That was the coolest thing. And that's why we love Stadia. Uh, fantastic hot topic, everybody. If you want to get in on this hot topic, head over to Twitter at StadiaSource and take the hot topic poll. And tonight, it's not really a poll. It's a question, and we're going to ask you to give us your comments. Tell us, of the first 100 games on Stadia, what has been your favorite? At StadiaSource on Twitter. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and let us know which of the first 100 you have most enjoyed. Uh, guests... Uh, Lloyd and Ben, so great to have you on the show tonight. It, you, you've been wonderful guests for us to have. Uh, ben, if people want to find you on the interwebs, where can they go? I'm on Twitter at NexusBen, and you can normally find me somewhere on the homepage of 9to5Google. Um, and come check us out. We, uh, Especially with Kyle, he's got the awesome teardowns uh, of the Stadia APK. So. Yeah, we, we've referenced those uh, a few times, uh, you know, on our on our channel as well. Uh, did you now of the Nexus line, which was your favorite? Actually, my first one was the Galaxy Nexus, and then I had everything after that. Probably my favorite was Nexus Six. Bingo! That's yes, that's mine as well. I loved I like, it until I, I like until it fell out of my pocket. Six P was great too. It looked that was a very good one. And now it's <laughs> Pixel Life. Uh, <laughs> Lloyd, uh, if people want to find you on the interwebs, where can they go? Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dasme, D-A-S-M-E on Twitter. Um, if you want to check out podcasts that I do, I host um, a co-host of um, Stadycast uh, every Sunday. Uh, if you want to check that out. Um, but I also do a bunch of shows over at Rez.tv, R-E-Z-D.tv. Uh, Nintendo Pulse, which is the longest-running Nintendo podcast. It's been going since 2006, I think. 2006. So um, been doing um, a lot of different podcasts over there. So, um, yeah, if you want to hear my voice more than this, I don't know why you would. But if you do, you can check out all that stuff over there. R-E-Z-D dot That's TV. Right. Uh, Bill can't. Does he? I wonder if he just says Zed now in other circumstances. Uh, <laughs> he does. He makes, a, he makes a weird face when he says Zed. So it's, it's great to see. <laughs> Is he, is he listening to the B-52s living on Channel Z? 
It doesn't it doesn't rhyme if you Which do is that, funny Tom. because like my friends and I used to call zombies Zeds. And so then when I learned Canadian say Zed for Z, it was just like you're all a zombies. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> nice zombies. That, you have to be a zombie to survive the frozen north. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, well, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. If you would like to check out these awesome streamers here on the panel, check out the stream team, Dream Team playing all week long right here on Sourcefeed Live, including Charm City's community play and Scarlet's Ready Game one on Sundays, All Purpose Champs, Power Hour Plus, right after this uh, podcast, and uh, F Tendo's Dad Time Gaming on Mondays. You got Dom by Daylight. You got Blue Bob's the Gaming CPA. Lots of stuff that you can catch on the Source Feed Live all week long, right here. If you've been watching us live in the chat, uh, we are so thankful to have each and every one of you participating with us. We love seeing you around with the chat with us. And speaking of people we appreciate, we want to send a big thank you out to all of the supporters of Stadia Source. All these wonderful folks right here. We got the crystal tier, the platinum tier, the gold tier, the silver tier, the bronze tier. Um, that one guy that bought us a coffee. Uh, who's a, a couple boxes down for me right now, uh, and all those <laughs> folks who've previously supported us. If you're interested in supporting us, hit that join button down below, uh, and we would love to have you do that. Roundtable, thank you so much for being with us tonight, uh, and we'll say we'll say goodbye to you before we do all that crazy closing stuff. Dan, have a good night. Thank you, and you too. Dom, have a good one. Thank you very much. Take care. Blue Bob's nice to have you as always. Have a good night, everyone. Scarlet, so glad you're here. Good evening to you all. And now your mama knows, Anthony. Good to have you as well. I'll see you guys back here at 7 p.m. Eastern for the Power Hour Plus. Fantastic. Uh, one other big announcement that we want to make before everybody gets out of here. Uh, the next two shows, I, I got to say, we've been on a, on a roll with guests uh, lately because, you know, as you can tell by the panel right here. But the next two shows, next week's show, we've got Herbert from Fury Ion Games, creator of Death Carnival, one of the Stadia Makers games, is going to be on the panel next week to chat Stadia News and talk about his game. So we're so excited to have that. And two weeks from tonight is the one-year anniversary of Stadia, and we're doing our one-year extravaganza we have got um all of the creators that you know and love are going to be joining us for for some games and uh news and all that good stuff and during that show if you are watching live you've got a chance to win one of two stadia pro passes to get yourself three free months of stadia pro you gotta be here live if you want a chance of winning that so tune in on the 19th for that if you're listening to us as a podcast you can join us most thursday evenings right here on youtube and if you're watching us on youtube you can download this podcast on spotify Pocket Cast, and everywhere else you get podcasts you can follow us on Twitter at StadiaSource. Like us on Facebook. Bless the rains down in Africa. Join our Discord at StadiaSource.com slash Discord. And you can even wear StadiaSource when you're out and about by going to StadiaSource.com slash merch. The music at the top of the show is Summer in the Neighborhood by Bad Snacks. Check out her music at BadSnacks.Bandcamp.com. Hosting for StadiaSource.com is generously provided by Rock. You can find out more about the technical expertise provided by Rock at ROKK.co.uk. And if you haven't already... Down below this episode right now, there's that little thumbs up button. If you click that, it lets us know that you like the show. And right next to that is a subscribe button. That'll let you know every time we post a new video. You can also become a member of Stadia Source by clicking the join button down below uh, with great perks at every level of your budget. Thank you so much for joining us for the Stadia Source roundtable tonight. My name is Avery. Have a good one. <laughs>